All right, now, everybody, quiet, listen to me. We're going to start a show. Now, some of you people have been with me before. You know it's going to be a tough grind. You're going to dance until your feet fall off. You're not able to stand up any longer. But we're going to have a show. Following is my interview of Blair Hamity, the owner of Setting the Space. The business is a home staging company located on Main Street in Plymouth, as well as having several other locations. It was originally recorded on May 17, 2021, in a South Meadow Road warehouse. I hope you enjoy it. With Blair Hamity of Setting the Space Interiors on South Meadow Road in Plymouth. Blair, how are you? I'm fabulous. You're how are you fabulous. Doing? Thanks, yeah, I am. thanks for letting me come and talk to you. Absolutely. So, Setting the Space Interiors. Uh, what, what's your business? What do you, what do, you do? How, lo- how long do I have to tell you what I do? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Mi- I know. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. saying. Sorry. Within 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, I know you do staging. What other sorts of so, stuff do you do? So we started the company as a home staging company. And if people don't know what home staging is, it's getting your house ready for resale. Okay. And when we started the company 15 years ago, I didn't know what home staging was. So I had taken a course with a friend of mine. And we went out to Maryland. It was a three-day course. And at the end of three days, the person who was teaching the course said, someday you're going to have a successful home staging company. And I said, I'm not. I said, I'm going to do what everybody else does. After paying 2000 bucks for this course, I said, I'm going to go home. And that's the end of that. And she said, all right. She said, well, if you could just come up with a name for your company and um, go on a website, right? It was just this big website made for everybody. She said, believe it or not, you'll start to get phone calls. So literally went home and did nothing, right? I wasn't going to do anything. Really? But eventually I finally signed up for the website and did get a call from Toll Brothers Builders and our staging company started. So the staging industry started. Now they were building, they were doing a lot of building in Franklin. Yeah. Uh, back 15 then. 15 years ago. You got a good memory. Well, yeah. I, was, I was marketing my business out there. Yeah. So actually it's interesting. Franklin, Bellingham, right. and then kind of into the Rhode Island area. And that's where the company started with the staging. So they hired me, I would go into their home. So if somebody said, I'm gonna build this home, the first thing that the salesperson would say is we're gonna give you Blair free of charge. Toll Brothers paid me a commission or like a consultation fee or something. And then mm-hmm. I would go to the customer's house right. and try to help them get ready to make the house look more appealing. Mm-hmm. And you gotta remember this was 15 years ago, so the market wasn't a fast market. It took forever to, to sell a house. The internet was not widely no. available. No, it wasn't like it is today. You know, nobody was looking on the internet and things were taking a long time to sell. So anyhow, so they would hire me to do that. And what was happening is, is these people started selling their houses very, very quickly. So one day Toll Brothers asked us if we could do a model home for them. And I looked at them and I'm like, I don't really know how to do a model home, but I said, I'll figure it out. So we did a model home for them, you know, and you know, a full... Full-fledged model home. We had totally, to get, totally interior soup to nuts. Was that page schemes and everything? Everything. Everything. I had to figure out where to put the outlets. Oh, really? On the floor, right? Right. If we were going to put a sofa and we needed an outlet, we had to tell them where the outlets were going to go. We had to pick out the um, all of the the chandeliers. So you were in, you were involved before they even finished the interior construction. Yeah, they got me in right at the very very beginning okay. stage where they were starting to build it. And then we had to do soup to nuts, window treatments, you know, um, picture frames with fake people in it, every single solitary thing. 
and that went very very well and we started we started so what was happening is is that they the people were hiring me to go in talk to them how to get their house ready for resale eventually it would sell then they brought us in as interior design and we started helping the people design their home and then we had done the model home as well and that's kind of how all of setting the space started wow wow yeah it's amazing you, right you started at 60 miles an hour no, I started at 150 miles an hour. Okay, yeah. yeah, 150 miles an hour. I mean, we for the first three years of our business, if you asked me what did we do, I swear to God we worked 24-7. We were building a business without us knowing we were building a business. Now, is that with the same business partners you have? So Will and I, so Will mm-hmm. and I own the company. Yeah. So he and I, it was him. You know, it was just he and I. We were going into people's houses. We were driving the truck. We were lugging the furniture. We were doing the staging. Everything. That's insane. Everything. 150 miles an hour for three years. And then at the, you know, and literally at the end of three years, we started purchasing furniture. And we had had over a million dollars worth of furniture already paid in full. Must have been tough uh, securing uh, lines of credit to purchase all that furniture with no. We, had, we had no credit. We didn't even know what we were doing. You know, when yeah. we, we started the industry when nobody knew what home staging was. Right. We went down to North Carolina to buy stuff, and we walked into these showrooms, and they laughed at us because they said, where is your store? And we're like, what store? We're doing home staging. And they're like, what do you want here? And I said, well, we want to buy furniture so that we can use the furniture as rental furniture. And they're like, we don't do that. So we got knocked down every single place we went to. So finally, I looked at Will, and I said, we have to do this one more time. We went into a showroom, and there was a young woman who was new to the business. And, of course, they told the salespeople, I want new accounts. Do whatever you have to do. So we told our story, just like I'm telling you the story right now. She said, I've never heard of home staging. And she said, but you need sofas, and we sell sofas. So she said, do you have an office? And I said, I do have an office. She said, do you have a business card? And I said, I do have a business card. She said, well, with Photoshop, we're going to take your business card and we're going to make it look like you have a little store. So all of a sudden, the outside of the office we had, they put the setting the space. And where was logo. your office at the time? Across, actually across the street at the, um, right across the street. From here? Yeah, from okay. here. So she went to her boss, and she said, guess what? I have a new, new client. And he said, do they have a store? And she said, mm-hmm. <laughs> she knew what questions were going to be asked. Yep. Yeah. So opening order was 5000 bucks yeah. At the time, that was a lot of money. Sure. You know, and we got our first account. So now what did we do? We went around to everybody and said, you want to see my store? Here's our store. So today what's interesting is we were the first staging company to introduce to the, to the sellers right out in, in North Carolina. And today they now sell to home stagers. They sell to designers. So we started a trend when we didn't know we were starting a trend. Right. And then we started bringing the stagers to them so that they could buy wholesale. It was very interesting. It is. It is. Uh, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Right. And who knew we were going to do this without us really knowing what we were doing? Right. You invented your industry yep. as you were going along. Yeah. Which isn't easy because we had nobody to look up to. If right. we had problems, if we had, you know, we thought we were all alone, you know, doing all this stuff. We didn't have anybody that we could ask, how do you do this? Because no way to was, benchmark your business. Mm-hmm. No. Now today, people come to us. You know, we'll have people who travel near and far. They come to the warehouse. They see what we're doing. And we coach people on how to start a, a home staging business. Fascinating. It's fascinating. It's, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? So um, 
What do you, you also sell furniture? I've been in your store up yeah. on Main Street. As a matter of fact, it uh, wasn't the last time, but I went to a, um, a, a yeah, an exhibition. You would, yeah, uh, local arts. Yeah, artists. a lot. Yeah, an art show that we had there. Yeah, well, quite a while ago, my mm -hmm. nephew was there. Um, so, you, how much of your business is sales, and how much is staging? So, when, that's a good question. So, the, but here's the bigger question: Why did I get into retail? Okay. okay, let so me ask that question. Let's start that. It's why, how did we get into retail and, I, and why did I get into retail? So when we would go to stage a house, yep. all of a sudden the potential buyer asked, can I buy the furniture? Because it's already furnished, yeah. right? Like so we, yeah, so we started selling the furniture. So now we're in the retail business without being in the retail business. So you, you would, <laughs> yes. would hire you to stage and then they'd say, okay, I like it, I want it. Correct. So we would start selling our furniture. So then... Um, our first landlord who we rented, which is in downtown Main Street, he's a better salesperson than I am. He came to me and he said, I see what you're doing here. You know, you've got all this furniture. Why don't you open up a store? And I'm like, where? And he's like, in Plymouth. And I'm like, Plymouth, are you for real? I said, we're going to put furniture in Plymouth. I said, they're going to come into the store. They're going to turn around and they're going to walk out. He said, look it. He said, just do it. I'm not going to charge you for the first month's rent. If it doesn't work, you can leave. Why did you think they would walk out? Well, he, well, we first of all, we're selling higher-end types of items, sure. right? Second of all, there's no parking in downtown Plymouth, and there's a, you know, there was, um, and it's funny, to, today I still get the, um, the phone calls, can we park in downtown Plymouth? So there's a stigma of not being able to park in downtown Plymouth because it's so busy, You're right? Right in the heart of the historic area. Well, yeah, and parking is a little tough and all that stuff. So anyhow, and of course, we were new going into retail. I had sold furniture, you know, in my past life, but the problem was, is this going to work? Like, how did we know if it was going to work, right? So anyhow, we took the risk, and not only did we have the one store that's successful, but then we started opening multiple stores. It says you have one in Boston? Yeah, we had. So we opened pop-up stores. So because we do the staging, I can open up a retail store in, in a matter of two weeks, let's say. So I would get phone calls from people, and we would go into vacant places that um, – Normally, we wouldn't be able to afford because the rents in Boston are absurd yeah. or, you know, we were in Derby Street. So we've opened up probably three or four pop-up stores, which are just, they open and they'll close at one point. And what caused the pop-up and the shutdown? Well, because, because they're in a mall, right? Say, like at Derby Street where there's a mall. If were they, you in the mall? We were. Okay. And if they have one vacant store, the perception is, is that maybe things are going out of business. Okay. So somebody along the line came up with this thing of, let's find people who aren't necessarily going to be able to afford our rent. Short term. So we'll, we'll, right, so it'll be short term. We'll give them a deal, and we happen to be on that list. All right, so continuing the retail, the pop-up stores. Yeah, so we started opening these pop-up stores, which were fun. And um, one of our most interesting experiences was that I got a phone call from Derby Street. Yep. Now, Derby Street is one of the most expensive malls to be in. Okay, it's extremely high-end, sure. and it's not for, you know, mom not and pop. Everybody. No, no, no. So we got a phone call, and we opened to setting the space up right next to Apple, which is amazing. And we knew... And you know everybody goes into Apple. Oh, my God. Foot traffic. Every, yeah, is nuts. And we knew what was happening. It was very secretive, but Apple was going to be taking over our spot and expanding their spot. So we had nine months of business next to Apple, which was just, it was probably the best time in our life. Being next to Apple, getting everybody coming in, that store was crazy busy. But I'll tell you, um, to this day, people still think we're there. You know, it took our store and elevated it to a whole different level. People seeing us in a Derby Street mall 
you know, and, and the pop-up thing, yeah, it's okay. You just, you open and you close and you open and you close and, you know, you just continue with that, which, you know, at the end of the day, isn't a bad thing. Um, it's easy for us to do. Um, we're different than a regular retail store. We always have tons and tons of inventory because when you come into a setting the space, if you want to buy a sofa, you can buy that one from the floor. You don't have to turn around and order it. So we'll always have backup stock, but we'll, we'll bring in different items. They're floor models, but people can have to actually walk out with them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it's new products, so it really yeah. wasn't, you know, we didn't consider it to be a floor model, but we wanted instant gratification because we have two types of people. We have people who want something immediately, yep. and then we work on a design level with people. So if they want that sofa, but they want it in blue, we can special order it for them. Okay. How many designers or stages do you have? So we have, we only have on staff about a half a dozen, you know, between the stages and the designers, okay. which is plenty. Yep. You know, it's plenty. Yeah. Um, and how long does it take to uh, get you up and run? Yeah. Contract with you to go out and do a... A staging? Exactly. Well, we have to work on realtor time, which means I get a phone call at noontime today, and this is a true story. My client is ready for her staging. I'd like for you to pull it right now and bring it tomorrow morning. Now, when, let's just say yeah. um, they're going to list the house. They're going to list the house, uh, yeah. say, Thursday. Um, are they hiring you to come out and just look at what the current client has, the seller, mm -hmm. to... Uh, declutter the house? Yes. Or what is it? Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're hitting it on the nose. So in the staging world, it's evolved to a lot of different types of things, right? right? So 10 years ago, it was one way. Today, it's something different. Today, they may have a coastal house. They may want modern. They want, may want farmhouse modern. So it's a, a little bit different. Can we go in and help people just declutter? Yes. Can we partially stage? Yes. Can we fill a house with all kinds of furniture? Yes. We never say no, because everybody has a different need, and that's, that's what we'll do. Now, modern farmhouse, is that cannonball stuff, or what is that? They have a big chunky... Yeah, but no. I mean, Joanna, Joanna Gaines, you know, you, you've heard of her on oh, of TV. Of course, yep. You know what I mean? Her so keep, is it Chuck? What's her, her Joanna and... Um, What's his name? Oh, my God. It's not Chuck. Yeah, I know. I know. Joanna and whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get in trouble not for that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but people know, and, and that's a very hot item right now, and farm, farmhouse modern can mean a lot of things to different people. It's more of the grays and the whites and the... Is that called farmhouse? Yeah. When you see that grays mm -hmm. and... The, she, just using her as an example, shiplap every, Chip, everywhere. his name's Chip. Chip, that's right. Right. Chip like shiplap. Right. Right. Tongue twister. And people are sick of shiplap. Some people are, some people aren't. It depends on, on who you talk to. But it's a look, right? I mean, every year there's going to be a different style of a house. You know, yeah. everybody comes up with something different. So that's what we have to do in staging. We have to figure out the different looks. But we also have clients who might only need a stager to go out and rearrange their furniture. Or they might want to hire us and rent just our accessories and artwork and stuff like that. So that hire you, you for a project like that, the declutter of a yeah. stage. Yeah. Things so nothing's too big and nothing's too small. So if you need us for an hour, we'll do it. And if you need a whole house of furniture, okay. we'll do it. And contact you for that pricing. Yeah. Well, I know it's crazy, right? Uh, yeah, I've gone into people. You know, when people are in the houses, they're very wedded to what they have. They're wedded to all the photos and magnets right. they have on the refrigerators. But you don't want to see that. No. 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 When a, when a buyer goes in the house, they want to envision their furniture in there. Correct. You know, they don't want to see somebody else's kids on there. Right. Fridge, maybe. Yeah. Stuff like that. 92% of people can't visualize. So you go they in. Can, they cannot? No. 
It's they a, cannot a, picture their furniture in a room. Correct. It's a, it's a known statistic. But think about it too, and right? It was 90%? 90, well, at least 92, if not 90, even more. 90, I'm sorry, 92. Yeah. But think about it. We can go on Pinterest. We can go on Amazon. We can go on all kinds of websites now so that you can visualize everything. So, you know, the web, I mean, the, um, the internet that's fabulous has taken away some of the stuff that you normally would think about. Right. Right? Right. So you have to. So in the end, we just spoke of it 15 years ago. People really weren't shopping for houses. Now, 100% of people look on the internet for their homes. And during the pandemic, people were just buying them sight unseen. They weren't even physically going into a house. That's crazy. I know. I it see is. that. I, I, yeah. It's like, hey, look at how you do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I actually just showed a house last week, and uh, the woman did it for her boyfriend out of state. And she walked in, she goes, Nah, my furniture won't fit. Right. Well, can my, you imagine the My mis- big horseshoe chair. But can you imagine the mistake you're doing? I mean, you don't see when you're looking at a picture of a house. What kind of feeling are you getting from that? You're not. You have no scale. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But people were doing it. You know, at the end of the day, that's what people were doing. Right. But let's hope that's over with at this yeah. point. Okay. Um, so like vacant prep, somebody's got a property, they've, they've moved. A lot of people leave. Right. They'll support two houses and move out of state or wherever right. and they're supporting the house. So what do you recommend for somebody like that? To uh, s- go ahead. Yeah, to st- they absolutely have to stage. So if you think about it, and it's real logical, if you, wa- if you go online and you see a vacant house, yep. what are you going to do? You're going to push the button and go to the next house, right? Because you're looking at an empty house, so what's it showing you? It's not showing you anything. So they want to see something. If you walk into a vacant house, you're going to A, look at any problematic things that you wouldn't see with it staged. But when you go into a staged home, you have to have a feeling, right? You need to feel... You need to feel that warm, fuzzy feeling of why am I spending, it doesn't matter what you're spending on the house, but what am I buying for this house for, right? So if you go into a vacant house or a staged house, you're going to have two completely different feelings. Going into a staged house shows you how you can live the American dream, right? You're buying the biggest thing possible, which is your house. And how much furniture uh, in a room would be considered appropriate but not excessive? Ah, good question. So it's definitely a balance. So if you have a living room, you almost think in the terms of a basic living room. You're going to have a sofa. You're going to have a couple chairs. You're going to have a coffee table, an end table, a rug, lamps. You're going to have a place to put the TV. And, you know, you're going to have a few accessories. So you want to put in, it's a balance. You want to put in just enough, but you don't want to put in too much. People do not want to see the clutter. They want to see the space. How large is the space? What can the space look like when I live in there? We've done homes where people have literally walked into the house, fell in love with the house. The staging comes out, their stuff goes in, and they are like, what did I just do? Right? Because the staging is a whole different feeling. And why don't we all want to live without the clutter? But everyone forgets when they bring their stuff, they're filling that house again. Right. It's interesting. It is. Yeah. It's... Um... I'm one of those people that all, all my taste is in my mouth. Yeah. I have no taste whatsoever in yeah. anything. But that's all right. I'm wearing the same style of clothing that I wore when I was in, in uh, college, probably. Yeah, of course. Um, so it's but that's crazy. common, too. You know, you've got to remember, whatever you do for your line of work or whatever you're doing, you kind of know that. Does everybody know how to design a house? No. Does everybody really know how to dress themselves appropriately? No. Right. You know, so it's a common thing. So that's why staging... 
is so important to do. And it's more important to do now than it's ever been ever. And you, you'll always, if you don't stage your house, I don't care how fast the market is, this will end. Everything ends, right? It's a trend. Yeah, this is Right, this is insane. crazy, right? But even right now, if you're getting in excess of $40,000 over asking price, if you do your staging, you'll get $8,000 over asking price. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's because it's, the house becomes more and more appealing to people when they see a staged home. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, now, Lux staging, on your website it says Lux staging. What does that entail? So, again, as staging evolved, right? Like when we used to do staging, you could use, I don't know what I want to say, you could use very basic furniture and it was fine. Mm -hmm. As staging has evolved, now we go into multi-million dollar homes. Okay, right. so those multi-million dollar homes really can't have the basic furniture. You have to show that house off with beautiful furniture. You're not putting Bob stuff in there. No. So what I created, it was interesting. We had opened up, um, one of our pop-up stores was in the Dedham Mall. Mm -hmm. And when we first opened it up, I said, this is a good time for us to showcase and show off what Lux Staging is. Legacy Place. Yeah, yeah Legacy Place. So what we did is we brought in all brand new furniture, because most of the staging, you're using stuff that you already have, right? So on a Lux staging, the cost was going to be much greater. So we were putting in higher-end furniture, and we were putting brand-new furniture into the Lux stagings. And then the goal was that when the customer came in, when the buyer came in, they would say, I want to buy the whole house completely furnished. So back to Lux. So back to Lux. So I created Lux many years ago. We had a big, huge, grand opening of the Leg Legacy Place store, we invited all of our realtors, homeowners, you know, anybody we could do, and we, and we set the store up as a house. So we had the living room, we had the dining room, and we were introducing to the realtors the first time what a Lux staging was. The difference between a Lux staging and a regular staging is, is we're using higher-end furniture. Mm -hmm. We're always using brand-new furniture. Now, the cost to do a Lux staging is, is expensive. It's, it's, you know, it's very expensive. So... It wasn't meant for everybody. It was probably meant for the one percenters, right? So someone has, and it doesn't matter the, the cost of the house because the housing market, of course, is one million, two million, three million, whatever it is. But if somebody was looking to get a lot more money for the house, we would put the Lux staging in. We would market it that the house can be sold with all of the furniture, and the furniture costs X amount of dollars. And it was pretty cool. And we had at the very, at the very, very beginning. You know, we had our first Lux staging, and you know, we would get a Lux staging every once in a while. Again, this isn't for someone who can't afford it, but it changed. It changed what happened in the market of that house. They were getting some people were getting over the excess of a hundred thousand dollars because the house looked so amazing. Because think about it, it's now it's all one hundred percent interior design for that home, and it's a house that's ready to go. So you can buy the house. Turnkey. Turnkey. Drinking. Well, what do you think we're doing Literally. today? Yeah. Now, what's happening today, especially with the pandemic, people cannot find furniture. So now our stagings are selling more than ever because they're walking in. It's 100% done. It was thought of just for that home. You know, and then we'll have different types of furniture in there. We'll have different prices. So we definitely curtail it to the cost of the house. You know, a half a million dollar house, we're not going to put furnishings that are going to cost them $200,000 to buy out. So we could tail the furniture to that house so that if they want to make that purchase, they're getting a discount on the furniture and they're buying it completely furnished. Wow. 
cool, right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, uh, if for the buyer that's going to do that, uh, could they pay? Do they pay after the fact? Yeah. Before? So how, yeah. So that's the only complicated part because you're financing a house. So if you're taking a mortgage out on the house, we can't include the the furniture in furniture the mortgage, in right? And we also don't want to cloud the situation. Our staging is meant for the realtor and the homeowner yep. to sell their property. Yep. Our staging is going to enhance it. So then they would say to people, if you want to buy it, you have to contact me. It's a separate purchase. It has nothing to do with it. We're going to negotiate the price of the house. You're going to negotiate the price of the furniture. Side transaction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it works. You know, of, it of works. Of course. Absolutely. Well, that's fascinating. Who I certainly did not know. Um, Occupied properties, we talked a little bit earlier, uh, somebody's in there and they want to declutter and stuff. Um, how receptive are they, are they when you walk in and you, your eyes roll to the back of your head when you see what's going on in there? How do you handle that situation? I, I be, I'm honest with people, okay? Yeah. Nothing's going to surprise the person. Now, what happens is we don't want the realtor to tell them that they can smell the cat litter box. We don't want the realtor to say that the carpet is gross and has to be picked up. We don't want the realtor to say any of that. You want me to come in and tell them. Oh. Okay, so now I come in as a professional stager, and we have a conversation. And anything I'm going to tell you, and I'm cool, you know, I'm not going to go in there and be a jerk or anything. I'm going to be cool, and we're going to talk about it. But you got to remember, I know how I live, right? If I show a house and all my clothes are on the floor, I know that, right? If I have a carpet that needs to be replaced, I already know that. So nothing is going to shock them at all. And I'm very kind, and we start to talk about it, and we start to come up with a list. We talk about what's the most important part. You know, you have to invest in your home today to sell it. Right. And people know that, right? That's not a shock to anybody. And it's not a shock if I say, look, it, I, have, I have a dog. And if the dog pees on the floor, it's, it's a problem, right? I know that. Yeah, you have to give the, give the house curb appeal. Absolutely. And right. nose appeal. And yeah. If you can smell it, you're not going to sell it. Oh, I like that. Okay. About, you didn't ask me this, the cost of staging. The cost of staging. Well, I intentionally did not, so the uh, people that are watching this could go ask you personally. Well, I'm go gonna give, but I'm going to give you the okay. answer, and you're going to put another smile on your face. The cost of staging is less than your first price reduction. I read that somewhere. Yeah, probably from me. So. <laughs> it was on there. Exactly, it was. I think I, it's uh, one of the leading paragraphs on that page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the website. But it's cool, right? I mean, at the end of the day, let's face it. Selling a home is competitive. Again, everyone's going to say, oh, my God, I just put my house on the market and I sold it immediately. Well, what's going to happen three months from now? We're going to go back to the new norm, right? Right. You need to keep that house. I mean, you need to get that house prepared for resale. Whatever little amount you need to do, or right. whatever big amount you need to do. Right, and it's over. If it's overpriced, the, the market will tell you if it's overpriced or not. Right. And if it's overpriced, you're going to have to have a little. Um, a lot, not a little, a lot, a mm, lot of love. A lot of love in the tr in the discussion. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Blair, this is great. Um, anything else you want us to know before? Just come to one of our stores. Right now, you're in our warehouse. This is what's been the hot item at. at South Meadow Road. 276? 276 South Meadow Road, the clearance warehouse. This is where all our home staging product Hot is. Hot up against the airport. Exactly. Yep. You can come in here. You can buy our staging furniture at a discount. You can buy new furniture out of here, and you can do whatever you want. And the main store is? Two Main Street in downtown Plymouth. At the intersection of Layden and? 
Main Street, a town square. Correct, right. You know that better than I do. I did. I had it memorized. Um, so, Blair Hammity, thank you very much for talking to us. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye.